Well, it's about time you got here. I don't. 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 I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Because it's that time of year where our lives are filled with Christmas music, today I figured that's what I'd talk about. Oh yeah, I have stories about Christmas music. Of course I do, I have stories about everything. And I've never made it a secret that I love music, all kinds of music, but there's something about Christmas music. There's a feeling about Christmas music. You can always tell it's a Christmas song. Even if it's not a song that you know, you hear those sleigh bells, you hear certain melodic riffs. There's a feel to Christmas music, and it captures the spirit. At least it does for me. I always get this warm, glowy feeling listening to Christmas songs, whether it's a traditional Christmas carol or something a little more contemporary. Funny, serious, lighthearted, deep. I love Christmas songs. So today I'm going to talk a little about my history with Christmas music, why I love it, one of my most embarrassing moments with Christmas music, and also I'm going to give you 10 of my favorite non-traditional Christmas songs. It's not my only 10, it's not my top 10, it's 10 of my favorites, but it's very, very hard for me to pick 10 favorite songs because I like all of them. I like the traditional stuff, I like the contemporary stuff, and it really depends on my mood which ones I want to hear the most. I probably have two dozen Christmas CDs downstairs, countless songs downloaded to my computer. I have some old Christmas albums in my vinyl collection. Oh yeah, I've got lots of Christmas music. I guess because I grew up with music all around me, Christmas music was just no big deal. It was just part of the fabric of my existence, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, my mom would sit down at the piano and play all the time. I was in band, I played an instrument, trumpet for those who don't remember, and we did Christmas concerts every year. And when I was growing up, we would still mix in the traditional Christmas carols. And you know the ones I'm talking about. O Come All Ye Faithful, Silent Night, Good King Wenceslas, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, Little Town of Bethlehem. So many. And at least one or two of them would be featured in the Christmas concert every year. Back in the day, it was called a Christmas concert. Now it's a holiday concert. And I understand why. We're trying to recognize that not everybody celebrates Christmas, and I get that. But back when I was a kid, it was a Christmas concert, and we played a lot of Christmas songs. But I also grew up in the time where they started to get away from the traditional Christmas songs, and we would get songs like Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And what was also happening was some of the rock stars, some of the rock and roll acts at the time, they were recording songs that weren't the traditional songs. And a couple of those are featured in the list that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Because to me, those are classic songs too, because I grew up with them. And we did get concert band arrangements of a few of those, too, and we played those at the holiday concerts as well. But because my mom was a big music fan, we would sing Christmas carols around the piano on a regular basis. And that's where I learned the lyrics to Good King Wenceslas and Little Town of Bethlehem and The Little Drummer Boy and Silent Night. One of the songs that was burned into my head in those days when I was growing up, O Come All Ye Faithful, and here's why. And yes, this is one of my most embarrassing moments. And it really shouldn't be because it was just a family thing. But it really stuck with me. It really embarrassed me. And and it's just one of those things that I still remember from those days. Now, back when I was in school, not only did I have concert band, but we had chorus classes as well. We had to go to music class and sing. And everybody sang together. And it wasn't even for the purpose of putting on a show. Music class, when I was growing up, involved everybody singing. Whether you liked it or not, everybody sat in their seats 
we had our little sheet music. The music teacher would play music and everybody had to sing. Or at least make your mouth move so it looked like you were singing. That would be my dad's move. My dad was not a singer. If he had been in school with me, he would have been one of those guys just moving his mouth. But me, because my mom always had us singing and playing music and just participating in this kind of thing at home, I had no problem singing in chorus. Music was fun. Singing was fun. I enjoyed it. But I also got my first exposure to, I guess we could call it bullying, in music class. Because I would sit in music class and just belt out the songs. Oh, come all ye faithful. I'd be going to town with that song. But of course, there was some kid in front of me. I don't even remember who it was. But I was belting out, oh, come all ye faithful. I don't remember how old I was, but it was long before my voice turned. I was still singing way up here. As 8-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds tend to do. And whoever this kid was sitting in front of me, as I'm belting out, oh, come all ye faithful, turned around and looked at me and said, you sing like a girl. And that shut me right up, man. That shut me right up. I started singing much more quietly in school just after that one comment. That's all it took, one comment. And I was far less exuberant in music class because one guy said, you sing like a girl. Yeah, I had a high-pitched voice as an eight-year-old. Imagine that. But I didn't know any better and I didn't tell anybody. I just felt, oh, I guess I shouldn't sing like that then. I figured I should sing like this. Oh, come all ye faithful. But I couldn't do that then. So I just stopped singing in school. But I still sang at home. I still loved singing at home. I still loved singing with my mom around the piano. My grandma, my aunt, sometimes my siblings. We'd all join in and sing our songs. So at Christmas time one year, and it was around this time. I don't remember if it was the same year. I was still an exuberant at-home singer, just not so much at school. But mom thought it would be a good idea if I showed the family how well I could sing. My grandmother, my aunt, my uncle were all coming over that Christmas, as they did every Christmas. And so mom thought it would be wonderful if I sang for them. You sing this song so well, I'll play the piano and you can sing for everybody. And it was mom asking, and what am I going to say, no to my mom when I'm eight? That's not going to happen. So we practiced playing Oh Come All Ye Faithful, and I practiced singing it, so that after we opened presents and before Christmas dinner, I would sing Oh Come All Ye Faithful for the family. Now, don't get me wrong, I loved singing. I still do. If you watch my Twitch streams, you know I sing. I don't sing particularly well, but I enjoy trying. And I've spent many a commute, long commutes, short commutes, singing along with every CD that I own. I love singing, and I loved it back then. But, as I said, this was around the time that I was told that I sing like a girl. And I'd never done a solo before, even if it was just in front of my family. But my mom thought it would be a good idea, so I geared up to sing Oh Come All Ye Faithful for the family. Except as the time drew closer, mom would ask, Are you ready? Are you ready? And I would keep saying, no, no, I'm not ready. Because as it became more of a fact that I was going to have to sing, I just remember getting more nervous and more nervous. And the butterflies were fluttering like crazy in my stomach. I was just going crazy. But mom didn't realize how upset that I was about the whole prospect of singing like a girl in front of the family. Because that was what was in my mind. I mean, I was an eight-year-old kid. Could I sing a song with my mom playing a piano next to me? Yeah, I could. But with people watching? Even if it was just my grandma, my aunt, and my uncle, I was crazy nervous. So mom started playing the piano when she finally dragged me out into the living room. She started giving me my musical accompaniment. And I think I might have gotten through the, oh, come all ye faithful part before I just broke down in a pool of tears. I think at that point, mom was finally understanding that I was not in a good place to be singing for the family. 
The rest of the afternoon is kind of a blur in my head. I think we sang it as a family after that so that I didn't have to suffer through a solo performance. But all I remember is breaking down in tears at the prospect of having to sing O Come All Ye Faithful in front of my family on Christmas Day. What a joyous memory. I apparently got over it, though, because I have no problem singing on Twitch. I guess you get to a point where you just don't care. Yeah, I sing like crap, but you guys are listening, so here, have a song. I guess that's the way my mind works now. But when you're eight, oh man, things are so much more serious. Everything is a life and death situation. So despite all of that, I still loved Christmas music, and I still do love Christmas music. I still like traditional versions of Christmas carols, and I always did. I always liked listening to different versions of the classic Christmas songs. It was interesting, I think I mentioned this in season one, but one of the things from the 60s and the 70s that was a regular thing was that the tire companies, Goodyear, Firestone, they had auto shops. And they also supplied tires to places where you would get your tires done if you went to a local shop. And one of the things that they put out at Christmas time was an album of all of the classic Christmas songs. And they were performed by various artists, Andy Williams, Mahalia Jackson, Bing Crosby. They put together these albums with arrangements through the music industry. And so all of these artists would appear on these compilations of traditional Christmas songs. And I remember my parents got one every year. We had five or six of them. And so every year we'd put on the Christmas albums. And you could hear five different versions of O Come All Ye Faithful or Silent Night or The Little Drummer Boy. And boy, I loved listening to that. We just had Christmas music going all the time, and I loved listening to it. And I still do that today. I have my CD collection. I still have a CD player in my car. And so depending on my mood, I'll put in a CD, either with classic stuff in it, if I'm in that kind of mood, or the more contemporary stuff. And of course, I have albums by particular artists, Toby Keith's Christmas album, Jimmy Buffett's Christmas album, Kristen Chenoweth's Christmas album, Brad Paisley's Christmas album. I think I might have three or four John Denver Christmas albums. For those who don't remember, I'm a huge John Denver fan. And I know, how many different ways can you do a Christmas song? But apparently, at least four albums worth. But I've always appreciated Christmas music. So what I wanted to do for you today is share some of my favorite Christmas songs. Again, as I said at the beginning, not the definitive list. This is today's list. Tomorrow I might be in a different mood. But here's ten of my favorite, more contemporary Christmas songs. Oh, Come All Ye Faithful is not on the list. And also, just so you know, I don't have any John Denver on this list either. I love John Denver, but he's not on this list. What is on the list today is what's going to probably seem like a very strange mix of Christmas music. And it is, because I have very wide and varied tastes. I'm going to give it to you in my classic Name That Tune format, give you a little bit of an intro. There's not much to say about the songs, because you probably know all of these songs. But there's a couple in here that might surprise you, that you might not be familiar with. So I'll let a little bit of the song play. Let you try to figure it out and then talk about it just for a little bit. First up is one that you probably don't know. Unless you're a parrot head like I am, you probably don't have the album that this song is on. I've looked for it. You can't find it as a single anywhere, at least that I've been able to find. Now going on to that 
called Ho, Ho, Ho and a Bottle of Rum. It's off Jimmy Buffett's album Christmas Island. I love Jimmy Buffett. He's not the world's best singer, but he is one of the best entertainers that I've ever seen. He's got his persona. He's got his style. He's got it down. And the Christmas album that he put out, it's just perfect for a Jimmy Buffett Christmas album. And this is one of my favorite cuts off that album. And I highly recommend it. Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Santa's run off to the Caribbean. He thinks about four drinks and fun in the sun. Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Okay, this next one is not really a Christmas song, not a Christmas carol, except it is a Christmas song because it's associated with a Christmas special. And I just happened to find it on an album that I bought just recently, within the past couple of years. I hadn't realized it had ever been released as a single before, but when I found it on the album, I was so happy. I won't play the whole thing for you, but you'll get it. You'll know what it is. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Thurl Ravenscroft is the gentleman's name who recorded this. It's the Grinch's theme from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the original version. And after I found it on the Now That's What I Call Christmas album a few years ago, I had a vague recollection that it had been released as a single years ago. But I was so happy to find it on the album. It just makes me smile. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. This next one is another classic Christmas non-traditional carol, but I associate it with Christmas every year. Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. I've always loved the beat and the happiness and the feel-good quality of this song. This one just always makes me feel good at Christmas time, and so I had to include it on the list. I always love it when a rock and roller puts out Christmas songs, because you get really an interesting take on what might otherwise be a boring Christmas song. So this next one is an example of a really good version of one of those more contemporary Christmas songs. John Cougar Mellencamp's version of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus just makes me want to get up and dance. I mean, I love John Mellencamp anyway, but when he puts his spin on a song like this, it just makes it so much better. I could listen to this one over and over again. This next one I fell in love with from the first time I heard it 
And that was while watching the movie Die Hard. You probably know how I feel about Die Hard as a Christmas movie. We don't have to go into that again. But it did feature this song. MC's Christmas and Hollis is just such a good song. If you've never listened to the lyrics all the way through, you really should. It is so well written, so well presented. It really tells a great Christmas story from a perspective that maybe not all of us really appreciate. It gives you a different view of Christmas, but it's still a great Christmas song. Okay, the next three on the list are from the 50s and the 60s. You may consider those classics. From our perspective today, these are classic Christmas songs. But when I was a kid, these were rebellious. These were the songs that my dad would say, What are they making these kind of songs for? These are not Christmas songs. There was a huge segment of the population that hated these songs. Rock and roll didn't have a place in Christmas. You didn't do Christmas music with rock beats. You didn't have electric guitars and drum kits. But to me, these are great Christmas songs. First up, from what I consider still an underrated band, a really great take on Santa Claus and the Reindeer. This is the Beach Boys with Little Saint Nick. The Beach Boys, in my mind, still underrated. It's because they came out at the time that the Beatles were big, the Rolling Stones were big back in the 60s. But boy, the Beach Boys had such a classic sound. They did some innovative stuff. They had some great vocals. And to me, this is just a fun song. And it really captures the Beach Boys spirit. So I enjoy listening to this one. I like the original best. Other people have done it. But I like the original best because it's the Beach Boys. This next one I remember doing in chorus. I remember singing this one in school. And I remember talking to my parents about this one. And they said, well, that's not a Christmas song. But it really is. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Now, when I was a kid, this was still kind of a rebellious song. The traditionalists, like my parents, and all of the parents of all of the kids in school, really objected to these rock takes on songs that were trying to be Christmas songs. But Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree is a classic. 
We hear it every year. We just assume that it's been around forever. But there was a time when a lot of people objected to this song. That's not a Christmas song. Well, it really is. Same with this next one. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing a bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. This is Bobby Helms doing Jingle Bell Rock. You know it's a Christmas song because it was featured in that great Christmas movie, Lethal Weapon. Sorry, I had to bring that up. I mean, it has a big role in that movie. But Jingle Bell Rock was another one that we sang in music class. Another one that my parents objected to because it was a song that was trying to be a Christmas song. It is a Christmas song, and I love this one. This next song always makes my list. It's always in my top ten. It's not really a traditional Christmas song. It's not really, really a Christmas song, except... It really kind of is, at least in my mind. I love this song. This is 2,000 Miles by The Pretenders. I always associate it with Christmas. It just has a Christmas feel to me. If you listen to the lyrics, it just feels like a Christmas song. If you haven't heard the song all the way through, go find it on YouTube, listen to the lyrics. Tell me you don't get a Christmas feeling from this song. Outside under the purple sky Diamonds in the sun Okay, the last one on the list is one of my favorite rock and roll Christmas renditions of a song. And, of course, I have a little story to go with it. But here it is. <laughs> it's all cold down along the beach. The wind's whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> hey, Dan! You guys know what time it is? guys all been good and practicing real hard yeah clients you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now so santa bring you a new saxophone right everybody out there been good or what oh that's not many not many you guys in trouble out here (laughs) and you better watch out you better not cry you better not bow i'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town Santa 
Springsteen's version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Christmas songs. Even if you don't like Bruce Springsteen, I can't think of anyone who doesn't like this version of the song. Now, back in my days of being a disc jockey, I wanted to play this on the radio, but it was very, very hard to get a copy of it back in the day. It wasn't released as a single. As you can tell from listening to it, it's a live performance. It was at a small college out on Long Island. And this cut that you're listening to was only released for many years on a children's album of songs. There was no way I could just punch in Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town and find out where it was. I had to research it to find it. There was no Google. There was no Internet. There was no YouTube. I had to call up people. I had to look in record catalogs. And then what I had to do, because we couldn't get it at the radio station, I went to record stores. We used to have those. And I would go to the children's section of the store, and I'd look for this one particular album, and I finally found it in a record store in Morristown, New Jersey. Took it back to the radio station. Back in the day, you would just record the song from an album to a tape, and I'd put it on a cart and keep it at the radio station that way. That was the equivalent of ripping from a CD. But I remember haunting every record store trying to find this cut. I wanted desperately to play this song on our radio station. It took me months to find it, but I finally did. He sees you when you're sleeping. For me, this version of the song really captures the Christmas spirit. It just has that jolly feel, that happy feel. It just feels Christmassy to me. I look forward to hearing this every year. And once I hear it, I know it's Christmas time. Santa Claus is coming to town. have it some stories about christmas music and a list of some of my favorite christmas songs as i said it's not an exhaustive list it's not even the definitive list it's today's list ask me tomorrow i'll probably have 10 more i hope the list gives you some new songs to listen to some new things to dig for there's a lot of great christmas music out there and if you're like me and the music kind of inspires you and makes you feel all christmasy inside there's plenty of good stuff out there to set the mood for you this is really just my rock and roll list. I have some jazz lists. I have some classic lists. 
We may get into those sometime. But for now, this will give you some stuff to listen to. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. I really do appreciate all of the time you spend here and all of the time you spend listening. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you. 